You're now tuning into All In with the Allens. Good morning. <laughs> we both looked at each other. We say we're just going to start cool. <laughs> and it's just instinct to know that that's how we're going to start. And if you're probably like driving to work in like a blah mood, that was probably very annoying. <laughs> that was probably very annoying. Um, Trying to think. I feel like it's been a while. Like I was I driving like here. It has too. It must have been more recent that we recorded because I think we released last Friday. Yeah. And so. But we recorded on Wednesday. Remember? Yes. So yeah. like. We haven't seen each other since then either. I think we have We were seeing each other more, more often. The ne- yeah, the next couple of weeks are just a little bit insane. Kingston has kindergarten week next week. Oh my week. gosh! You all, we went to um, his new school yesterday because we had to pick up car rider tags and all that, which I dread that line like dread it. Yeah, but you have to have a tag to be in line. Yeah, so they know like it's mainly for pickups. When they, they match a number to the kid, and so oh, they know well that. Yeah. But they don't give multiple car rider tags. And I'm like, so we have like 10 people <laughs> that contribute to picking up Kingston. Uh, Did you say that? No, no. She was really nice. But we got to find out Kingston's teacher. And, of course, I, <laughs> Tevin said, I was telling him at dinner last night, I was like, hey, we got an email um, like meet the teacher thing, and he was like, "You've already Facebooked her, haven't yes, you?" Yes, Abby's Absol- probably already Facebooked absolutely. her. Absolutely, <laughs> she looks like a very nice lady. She's been in kindergarten for ten years. Yeah, I liked that. I like that part too. <laughs> um, and the administrator that was helping us yesterday, she said that's who um, her daughter is going to be in, and so Kings will be in there. And I feel like you know administrators have a choice. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So if she chose her, yeah. When I saw ten years, I was like. Damn. Yes, and she, she has, has a kindergartner too. So oh, that'll be I wonder good. if she has her kindergartner. I don't know. Probably not. Well, um, we actually have a lot to talk about today. Yes, so, we, I'm proud of us. We have some good topics. Yeah, and I actually got a little organized with like talking points. Usually it's literally a list in a note in our phone. And Amy and I just like remind each other of random shit we want to talk about throughout the week. Now that's still what Amy's is. <laughs> no, my, mine's not organized. much more organized. Um, the Free Britney movement gained some traction over the last week or so. Um, the judge did approve Britney's request to hire her own lawyer, which... To me, that seems like, duh. Um, (laughs) And then a few days, this, I hate even having to say this, but like a few days later, her conservatorship, which as we know is made up by her dad and then another woman, um, granted her permission to drive again. I'm just rolling my eyes as I say that because it's like, what? Oh, yeah. While we're on that, I saw a meme the other day and I was like, I'll have to say it on the podcast and everybody else probably saw it too. That was like, we should have known the Spears family was a little crazy when they had a daughter. And named her Jamie yeah. Lynn. <laughs> <laughs> and, you know, the dad's Jamie, mom's Lynn. Yeah. Like, we should have known something was a little up then. Uh, but here we are. Um, I will say, and this is baffling to me, but... So, two representatives in Congress have filed a bipartisan bill um, kind of relating to Brittany. And it it's seeking to protect individuals who are in conservatorships. Listen, guys. It would give them the right to ask for their court-appointed private guardian to be replaced with a public guardian who is, quote, free from financial conflicts of interest. Like, no shit. Like, why would any... Why has it been okay for somebody to be a conservator over someone who clearly benefits financially from that someone? That's slavery. Yeah, that should have been... (laughs) That literally sounds like slavery to me. Um, Yeah, because Jamie's done nothing, like, with his life to... No, no. To gain well, this money. Again, I'm not going to comment too much on little sis, but. <laughs> oh, yes. Or or Jamie Lynn. 
Um, yeah, I, I think we're good on Brittany. I think. But let's keep. We'll keep talking about <laughs> yeah. her because because Amy doesn't like topics to fall off. No, the news. it's already fallen off, but we won't let it fall off the podcast. Um, so embarrassingly, I've been watching a lot of TV, and I was thinking about this on my drive over. I'm like, I have three different like TV content shows or you know sports to talk about. So that's cool. I guess we can talk about sports first. Yes. NBA Finals. Honestly, I predicted Suns in four, and it's okay. Yeah. I don't I think did. anybody's, like, bummed. No, no. Because, because Giannis has been so excited. He is just so cute. And the Bucks fans were, like, so hype. Like, I don't know if y'all watched outside in Milwaukee, like, oh, during so the game. people. I mean, I Jason told Nick. was like, what are they watching <laughs> that on? I'm like, a huge TV. I'm like, it feels, I mean, honestly, it felt like. Exciting because it was the first time you've really seen that post COVID. Yes, but then you also realize the Delta variant is going to make me go we'll insane. Touch on, uh-huh. We'll touch on that a <laughs> um, little bit, but yes, just so excited. Was he part of the video? I don't know if you saw it on Twitter where they were getting ready to do an interview. I don't think he was. I think it was two other players, and they were like, "We just have to ask how, how many much bottles champ- of champagne have you had?" And they just start cracking yeah. up. It was. Uh, it was I right after it. the game. Yeah, it but was the awesome. video of Devin Booker looking at the he was looking at the confetti <sighs> and the Bucks celebrating, and he mm-hmm. just says, "Damn," and then walks off. And that was that, that was, was like, really sad. But he it was also his ass like, off. yeah, yeah. But it was also like you feel like that's extreme motivation for him. Yes. Like you feel like that image of him watching the confetti. He's like, I'm not He'll doing that again. That. Yeah, like yeah. we're not gonna let this happen. But I really did like the Suns team too. Um. Uh, yeah, I'm fine with it, especially since yeah, I was and that, pretty much bandwagon. If but. you're on my Twitter, go check my Twitter. If you're not, you can request to follow yes, me. We'll that see. Video. If I accept because I'm a little more. She, she is a little more. <laughs> I'm a little more open on there. Um, but that video, Giannis went to Chick Fil A yes. yesterday and he scored 50 points. So he asked for 50, 50 chicken minis and he wanted 50 exactly. And his accent's so cute. But he asked. <laughs> he was putting yes. the. Chick-fil-A worker on video, but before he flipped it around, he asked her if that was okay. You know, people are out here just videoing homeless people and everything all day. It was so nice, and she was like, sure, and he said, there are 150,000 people watching you right now. she was like, um, okay. (laughs) But yes, he's super But she works at Chick-fil-A, so she was super nice, so. Yes. Um, but yeah. Can we talk about Chick-fil-A really quick? Um, just their workers, obviously they're great, like. I will say, Richmond, Kentucky, Chick-fil-A needs to get their shit together. Really? There's not a worse Chick-fil-A that I've ever been to. That's disappointing. Well, one, and if um, Kelsey's listening or any other Richmondites, um, they're... The traffic. I guarantee Cam will Cam will preach on this. Okay, absolutely awful, and the quality of food is terrible. And I've never said that about a Chick Fil A. I don't even understand. Every single time I'm there's something wrong every single time I go. So I haven't been back in a while. (laughs) Yeah, that's annoying. I don't go because when I work in Richmond, you know, I work right beside it, and I either have to walk. Or I would never get back to work. Like when you, our when our auditor was in, that's what he wanted. I was like, "Y'all yeah, go get it," because I wanted to get out of the office. I was gone for an hour and a half. No, I ordered ahead of time on the app, and they were supposed to bring it to my car. Then I went in, and like I, they were packed, and I felt bad. And they're probably short staffed, like everybody. But um, oh, but I was going to talk about how. <sighs> edit this. Edit, edit this out. If uh, we shouldn't say it. But a lot of the men that work there definitely um, give off um, 
I'm not thinking of the right word. Gay vibes? G- yes, gay vibes. Even though they're an anti-gay company? Is that what you're saying? Yes, but don't you agree? Every time no. I go there, there's at least two to three... Um, they're younger boys, typically, that I'm like, I don't know if their parents are forcing them to work here or see, what, but they definitely give off major gay vibes to see, me. to me, And though, I, I know people will agree. And we... And we, we have this, of course, I'm sure most people listening, probably we have some listeners who don't go to Chick-fil-A. And, like, I'm, I'm all, I'm not, like, bashing you at all. Good for you. I'm proud of you. I right. just love the chicken. And I, I understand yeah. that it's messed up that Amy and I are allies of the LGBTQ yeah. community. But we do love the chicken. I do love Chick-fil-A. I had it yesterday. I had nuggets. I do love Chick-fil-A, too. <laughs> but, see, I don't, I didn't view it like that. I view the guys that work there and all, really, the people as extremely innocent and like I can't even really relate <laughs> but yeah like, and I'm sure uh, 50% of them are but I'm sure other 50% they're forced that's like their forced first job oh my gosh do you think it's like their A parents cult. are using it as like conversion therapy yeah, yeah I could see that oh, we're getting deep this morning I definitely could see that and because every Chick-fil-A I go to I mean everybody's <laughs> sweet as can be sweet but as can be. I'm like Oh gosh! I hope they aren't forced to work here, like you know, as I a never even pray thought the about gay that type thing. Oh no! I know. Okay, well, if you are, reach out. Well, <laughs> reach out. We we know people hiring. Okay, let's talk about <laughs> we know people, people going are. to Facebook saying, um, "Who's, who's hiring? hiring? Step outside, <laughs> everyone! Like literally on every corner." Someone is hot. Where do you want to work? You're going to be able to work there. My friend the other day. I saw you comment on somebody's actually that said who's hiring. Well, I actually would like that person to come work here. Um, cause I, I that's surprising. Yeah. I, yeah. I want to change. I was like. I'm in, the, I'm in the business of wanting to change lives right now. Okay. So. That's, I see why then. That's great. Because I was like, mm, that's a weird. But Yeah. No. <laughs> I think it would be great. Um, anyway. What were we saying? Oh. We're driving the other day, and we're stopped at a stoplight next to a Donato's, and it said, like, now hiring $9 an hour. And Nick was like, now is probably not the time to be advertising if you're hiring for $9 not, yeah. an hour, because pretty much anyone can go outside and get a job for 14 to 15 yeah. like, minimum right now. Yeah. And then a guy I work with, one of my good friends, James, he was just talking about how... Like, right now is the time to go find the job you want. Yeah, I was just talking to somebody about that the other day. And then day. he's like, but I'm not talking to you. Like, I'm not, right. I want you to stay. Right. <laughs> it was right. funny. But, yeah, if if you've been thinking, um, go go out. Of a career the, switch, go get that I bread. Think, I think now would be the time because you can really go back You and can kind of name your price. price. And if not, you probably have a job anyway, so you don't have to leave. You're not forced. You got mm-hmm. it. Um, I guess what said something to think about. Something to think about. Um, on real, we're just gonna we're gonna touch on the NBA, and I said there's so many people out, and it was post COVID. And guys, get vaccinated. Yeah, um, I cannot. I I sense it a little bit, and I (laughs) after like we talked about. We talked about it. The masks were fine while we were doing them, and we didn't even think go back. I can't do it. You know what I didn't realize is um. I should have realized, but all the kids don't have to wear a mask all day at school. I didn't realize that. Um, and he has, I mean, he never complained throughout no. the whole thing, but now he's not had one. And Why did you, when did you tell, when were you told that? Yesterday. Um, when we huh. went to walk in school, like a grocery store, and I forgot to put on my mask, and then I saw everybody, not everybody, two people did you had have masks one? on in the car. I was like, oh gosh, I'm sorry, give me just one second. And so we went back out, 
And she was like, yeah, they're going to have to um, wear them. See, I asked a teacher friend, a Mount Sterling teacher friend yesterday. Mount Sterling does not. Okay. Uh, oh, so it's by district. Yes. Huh. Yeah. I said, what do you think is going to happen? And she said, I think unless, for she meant for her district, of course, but she's like, I think unless, you know, the education department says we have to, where we probably won't. But let, Fayette County always follows Jefferson <laughs> County. Oh. And I think they are, and yeah. Oh. Guys, uh, I can't do it. Now, listen. I now, told and you. school start. I cannot do at-home kindergarten. <laughs> well, it just doesn't. That doesn't work. I, I mean, life. I know a lot of y'all made it work. Right. And you couldn't. But I just, no, please. <laughs> um, Please. But, I mean, just so many of the people that aren't getting vaccinated do things. Like, I, I think the reasoning is the side effects. And, you know, there's long-term side effects of so many things that we don't know. And I understand the fear. It's not that, like, we're not understanding. No, I get that. that. I get that. Um, you know, that we know how soon it got put out. But the long-term yeah, but, effects of other things that you're doing. Yeah, I mean, I got friends who, like, dabble in things that have more chemicals than, I mean, not, not more. I don't know. I don't, again, I don't know what's in the vaccine. Right. I am maybe not a research but consumer, like, but... It's it's just a it's little, kind of like pick your poison, and you can't really pick and choose between drugs and chemicals. Right, I guess like you it's, can. But. It's the same. It's just the same. Well, and so my thing is, I cannot. I mean, oh, uh, we had so many customers yesterday coming in in masks. Which I worked at a store yesterday that has um, probably our older population more, and so I try to mirror them. Like if they have a mask right. on, I try to wear a mask. But guys. <laughs> Please just get vaccinated. I know. I guess that's all I have to say I on know. that. Um, I'll, I'll pro- I feel like I'm missing a point that I was trying to make, but I'll go back if I, if I get to it. Um, oh, I know what it was. <laughs> Guys, this is my brain. Um, people, I, I have read some people being like, it's not 100% effective. There's been breakthrough cases. Okay, so I did some research last night. And well, there's breakthroughs and <laughs> everything. Yes, but also like the polio vaccine was only like 60 to 70% effective. And it eradicated polio. Yeah. So we we don't need it to be 100% effective. Right. Nothing that was created Nothing. within a year mm. is going to be 100% effective. Or outside of a year. Yeah. Mm. Well, anyway, moving on. Um, been watching my shows. So we'll touch on The Bachelorette. Yes. <laughs> because I had it noted while I was getting ready this morning. Did y'all notice we, like, just fell off the train? And then Abby was like, she's been watching recently. But don't... Doesn't your all social media normally like yes. blow up each Monday yeah. night? Mine doesn't talk no. about it. And I actually hate that for the fact that um, the two women hosts who I really enjoy. Um, you feel like it's just not getting what's the her, like. What's her name? I, I can't even remember now. Rachel? No. Katie? Well, Katie, yeah. <laughs> See, that's how far along. I, I know I hate it for them because I don't know why people are not watching. Well, they are down to the final four. Oh, already? Yeah, so... This, I, I'll start watching now, because this is when I can pick somebody. This coming week, I'm pretty sure, is home, hometown visits. Mm. And I feel like there's going to be, like, a fantasy suite situation, maybe. We'll see. And we all know that she really likes sex, so... Yeah. Woo! Um, <laughs> Love Island. Emily and Carla are pretty much the only people that watch this with me right now, I think. And I don't mean watch this. You can watch it. But we're all three caught up. And it is every night... So, it is very intense. Like, Sunday night, Monday night. Oh, my god! It's every night because I did some research into the show. And they only allowed to take, I mean, allowed. They're only allowed to take their microphones off on Saturday. And so, that's the only day they're not 
filmed. I because they better get paid a lot for this show. They don't. But, <laughs> but like, do you understand how it works? Like last night we voted for who would be kicked off tonight. Like it's it's like yeah. Live. Oh yes, you and I think that. that's so cool. So you voted. We voted on the app. On the app. Yeah. Um, go ahead. I well, there's one couple that's say. been together from the beginning, so they probably will win. And I feel like a couple couples that I thought were solid are getting a couple people who are like, I'm going to break that couple up. I like that guy. So we'll see. It's really kind of not that great of a show. Well, I um, can tell. From- <laughs> it's pretty scripted, in my opinion. And I think it's kind of weird because they never talk about anything off the island. Like, You've never heard them mention any interest or their family or anything they like to do. Or I can't really yeah, explain weird. it. It's really weird. Um, I have been watching Too Hot to Handle on Netflix a little bit, like in my downtime, which <laughs> Nick's like, I don't think I've you have filler time. I don't know what you're talking about. But they, it's more, it's more intense because it's not made for cable. It's like Netflix, you know, yeah. so it's graphic and whatever. Um, sex sex life. life. I'll have to start that. Um, if you are watching anything right now and you're a female, it should be Sex Life on Netflix. Um, Carla started watching it and then Chelsea got into it. Jamie, I feel like you would like it. It is intense. It's like eight episodes and it's not the... I can do that for sure. It's not the best writing. Um, it's a heated, steamy show. If you need to get in the mood (laughs) or if you're a guy listening and you need your female partner to get in the mood i advise you to just turn this on let her sit in the living room by herself give her some time partner yeah but i i I can see that if you're in a heterosexual relationship like the female is going to be the one that gets turned on by this show um it's a lot but it's i mean nick's like is this porn because (laughs) it is that's how i felt with um handmaid's tale oh yeah or not handmaid's tale i'm like what um that one show that everybody was obsessed with during COVID. Um, I don't know. I don't know if you've watched. They were like um, part of a castle and <laughs> somebody's <laughs> laughing. You yeah. know, the hot, the hot um, oh. guy. Yeah, I don't watch shows like that. Okay, but what was it called? I don't know. Oh, shit. Somebody's going to be like, <laughs> I did watch it, but that's what. It was on Netflix. Yeah, I yeah, can't think of I it. I don't remember. But it was really um, good. There is boobs and butt and a penis there is a penis you see once actually at the end of it nick was like that penis come around anymore i was like nope just that one episode um but yeah it's good time filler there you go we paused and amy was like oh the queen's gambit that's the show and i'm like no that's about chess she's googling she's googling um And the, the Queen's Gambit is what keeps showing up. What okay. do you keep typing? I'm not going to tell you what my search is. <laughs> I'll let you read it, though. That's why I, I'm Can putting... I say it? Yeah. Her, she's Googling hot black guy Queen's Netflix. That's literally this what guy, she... This guy. Yeah, I never... I don't know what that is. Bridgerton. Um, Bridgerton. Is that what the whole show yeah. was called? Okay, okay. I think Carla liked that. Along with multiple thousands of other people. Yeah, I never watched it. It was, but yeah, Kingston like could not be in the room. Oh, it's heated? Yes, it was definitely like that. Okay, so listen. <laughs> um, I know we're all trying to be like inclusive and meet people where they are. Here's where I would like you to meet me. My <laughs> name is spelled A-B-B-E-Y. 
I think we've talked about this before on here. I don't know if we have. I don't think we have. I think it's just part of our life where we've talked about this since I was born. So, but like people writing on your Facebook wall. Yep, that's not the one that got me though. This week, the one that made me say this is I sent a text that said, "Hey, this is Abby from Verizon, A B B E Y," and I got a response back. And at the end, they said, "Thanks, Abby, A B B Y." And I just don't get it. <laughs> like, maybe they're autocorrect. Somebody will have to help us because mine automatically goes to Abby the, better. the right way. And I mean, no right or wrong way. But I'm wondering if it does that and they just don't catch it. Yeah, maybe. Okay, let's let's give them the benefit of the doubt then. Like, maybe they do type it the right way and it switches back. But I don't know. if you're listening to this and you work with me, make a mental note that it would really make my day if you spelled my name right. Actually, when somebody spells my name right, it does make me, like, smile. Yeah, or on her... Okay, September 23rd is coming up. It's my birthday. On her birthday, on her Facebook wall that says her name, please get it right. Like, if we have no errors on your birthday, that would be the best the birthday. Yes. Can we also talk about... I am so excited for football season. <sighs> I was FaceTiming... I'm so excited. I was FaceTiming Haley yesterday, and... Because I, I was just like... I needed to be cleaning up around here, but I was bored. And I'm like, I'm going to call her. And, and you ended up spending an hour, right? <laughs> uh, uh, over, I think. But uh, she's just one of those people, like, it could be silent for five minutes. And that's not a big deal. We'll just pick up where we need to. But we're like, I'm so excited to turn on the TV at any time and there be some sort of football game on. Like, yeah. I'm just I know. Ready. I'm even excited. I'm not a big NFL person, but I'm excited for, like, Sundays seeing football on the me, TV. There's nothing better than a chill Sunday and turning – just I know, and we have nothing to do. Me and Olivia were talking. We need to pick a football a team. team, an NFL team. And uh, sorry, Olivia, I've dropped the ball. I will do some research <laughs> on who we who we're cheering for yes, this year. Who we're cheering for? Um, Can we get a picture lineup? That would help me a lot. <laughs> picture lineup. Um, what was I going to say? I saw we're some, ready for football. Yes. Um, oh, I'm glad Bo's on Kentucky, but it just. Um, it brings a little bit more of anxiety towards the season yeah. starting. Yeah. I'm really excited, though. The next few months, I mean, we got mom's birthday. We got mine and King's birthday. We got King starting kindergarten. We got football. Tevin turns 30. Tevin's birthday. He turns 30. Oh. That's old. Yeah, King- Kingston will tell him that's old, I'm sure. <laughs> yeah, I'm sure. Um, So many birthdays. I'm trying to think. I mean, just football every weekend. So yeah. that'll be. Is Kingston able to, like, play anything yet? Like flag football? Well, fl- uh, he could have played flag football mm. a lot, but I don't know if we're doing flag football. Um, I will say summer baseball has been fun, but I'm, I'm need a su- break. I'm summer baseballed out. Well, I mean, we have had a break, yeah. which is good. But they practice, like next week they have their five. <clears throat> they practice Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday. And Kingston's not burnt out by any means. But I'm like, the parents are. Out. That's yeah. insane. I'm like, that's that's a lot. And so I'm ready to move, move on. on. <laughs> we just have a one-day tournament next Saturday. One day is great. Yeah, that is great. But so the the um, sign-up for, like, peewee football is six. But I'm like, he's mm-hmm. close enough. Yeah. But, I mean, then also you have that anxiety of, you know, them, you know, getting hurt at that age, too. Yeah, true. It's shout out time. I feel like we have a lot <laughs> this week too. Who's making the cut? <laughs> um, 
Shout out to Brandon Walker and Courtney because they had their little twins. Oh my, adorable. Absolutely Luke and Lena, adorable. I'm like, is there anything cuter than little twins? I mean, and obviously that I don't have to take care of, but like. Gosh, yes. Like, they are so cute. Yeah, I love those names too. Yeah, they're great. They're job great. On Good job, guys. Congrats. And they're all home from I the hospital. I doubt you'll have the time to be listening <laughs> to this episode, but if you find yourself up at a crazy hour. Yeah. Please do. Um, Casey Waltz Morehouse has been listening. I still, since we said Waltz, Casey, I'm so glad you're listening. When she sent me a screenshot yeah. of like her lineup, I was like, oh, I'm so glad. Let, we've got to have a reunion. Yeah. She said she's going to come down here before school starts. So, yeah, we could neither need to do it at like, I'm not I'm not saying my house or your house. So, Lindsay's or Chelsea's. Yeah. Um, all of us getting to Moorhead, you know, is another That's adventure, an effort. but That's a job. we miss you and love you. Um, my friends, Rihanna and John bought a house, you know, Rihanna. Oh, I f- yes. <laughs> and I'm so excited. It seems so peaceful. Where's it at? I know. They, Don't go they into live detail. Like near, but... Yeah. They live like they moved to Southern Kentucky. Oh, okay. Um, but yes, I know. I'm like so happy for them. Yes. And it looks like such a calm, serene setting. Is it a new build too? It looks like brand I know. new. I didn't ask that, but it looks brand new. I, uh. They did Dave Ramsey and, like, changed their financial life. And I'm just, like, so proud of them. Yes. Anybody that can do that, that's amazing. Yeah. They, like, worked their asses off and saved and didn't buy things. Like, Rihanna used to love, like, having her nails done and stuff. And she she really sacrificed. Also, the Today Show is on in the background right now. And they, I mean, I like Megan Trainer, But they have been talking about her new baby for 20 minutes. Oh, my like, gosh. I, she's cool and all, but... Right, what all can you talk <laughs> It's about? just weird. Um, some people who have listened, and I just really appreciate it. Ariana Majolang. Yes. You and Amber listen yes. some. And you're just, just the biggest like, supporters of anybody. Anything. Yeah. Like, they are just all about people succeeding mm-hmm. and doing well and being happy. Right. And they, there's, you know, they got the sister vibe going on, so they appreciate the sister vibe. And then Dara Thompson. Um, I went to high school with Dara. Amy was like, I don't know her, but it was the nicest message she sent just about how growing up she wanted to be an alderman sister um, yes. because in Moorhead, like there were four aldermen, five now, alderman sisters. And now she, when she listens, she feels like an Allen sister because she feels That's like she's exactly just how we want you all to feel too, part so. of the conversation. Also, um, Anna Hensley, she listens all the time when she's driving like back and forth places she just always listens and has the nicest, Thank like, you. encouraging messages. And she bought something for um, her nephew, Hank, off of me the other day, who is just absolutely adorable. Her um, sister um, adopted Hank, Aww. and he is just so precious. But she's always, like, she's just... Encouraging. Aunt, yes. And aunt of the year, um, besides you, of course. <laughs> Thanks. You get third place, Anna. <laughs> um... I feel like so many of my people are getting and receiving blessings lately. And, like, I can't even talk about them all because some of them aren't public yet. Right. But it truly feels like that after just a shitty 2020. And, okay. And, again, I have to do my little caveat because the Enneagram 2 in me wants to make everyone who's listening happy. I know that there is still a lot of bad in the world. And good, like, deserving people who deserve the world are receiving, like, hard and sad and bad news daily. But it felt like last year was just, like, blow after blow and negative negativity after negativity. And I, I just see, like, so many people thriving yes. and, like, celebrating everything but, and getting a lot. And so many people lot. taking 
what they what happened in 2020 and said that they would move forward doing they're actually yeah, doing that it's like, awesome choosing to not a lot of people i see and this may be because i'm involved with direct sales but the like constant hustle mindset that is put out in that environment yeah. is sort of a way like they're saying you know get off your phone enjoy your family it, it that that has become more of a and i'm all about like you some people have seasons of grind. Okay, I right. say this at work all the time. I say that, like, if you've had a rough few months, you really only have to really grind for, like, two to three months to truly change your trajectory or your life. Okay, I truly do believe that. One time in 2018, I'll never forget this, I worked from the day Amy graduated college, which was, like, May 12th. I worked every day, seven days a week, through July 4th. And it truly did change. I don't need to get into like the details, but that kind of focus and that kind of like dedication and discipline, that's not that long of a time. No. I could do that again if I need to do that again. Yeah. But the grind mentality of like constantly and never getting to just like enjoy or feeling guilty. Like yeah. I've had a lot of fun this summer and I still find myself in my head being like, but it's okay because last year sucked so bad. No, it's okay in general. Yeah, like, yeah, you don't have to. I, I don't have to make up for last year by, you know, excusing having fun this summer. No, that can just be okay. But I do like that, that like that mentality is kind of, it is toxic, you know, and I'm all about working hard it, and elevating. And it's so hard to find that balance. balance. Yeah. But something that we talk about in the direct sales like world and just sales world probably is, You'll have days that are high productivity and days that are low, but just don't have zero productivity days like consecutively in a row and it'll be fine. Like you can go hard some days and yeah. now don't listen to me about direct sales um, things right now because it's been zero productivity for a long time, but you just find. You got to find your balance. You got to have fun in life. We are only given, I know I've talked about this before, but it's been really touching home I lately. Know, I know. We are only given like 90 years if we're lucky to very live on lucky. this earth. I mean, if we're very lucky. Lindsay and I do think we're going to live to be 100 um, because we you just have You know who this. I think absolutely will is Mamaw too. Um, me and mom were talking about our visit the other day and I was like, yeah, she's doing good. Um, this is my uh, dad's mom. And so she lives... Okay, I don't want to get into details because that's probably... She lives in Eastern Kentucky by herself. By herself, yes. Um, that's, I didn't want to go too detailed there. <laughs> but, you know, we've tried to convince her to come down here um, and stay in a place like she doesn't need 24-7 care because she lives by yeah. herself. But I, when I was visiting with her, I don't know if she talked to you about this. She's like, I don't want to. I don't want people in and out constantly. I'm really happy here. And because of that and us like letting letting her do that... I she'll, think you think she'll be. She able just to has live. that mindset. She'll she may get around slow, but I think she'll live to be a hundred. Yeah, she she does get around slow, but she's mentally sharp. She um, I was up there a couple weeks ago, and she wanted to get into some gossip with me. Really? <laughs> yes, it was so funny. Um, but guys, she seriously, you know, she lost her husband during COVID, and not to COVID directly, but I I still call it a COVID related death, um, because I think that. If circumstances had been different, you know, our papa was in like an assisted living place where no visitors were yeah. allowed. And he was used to, prior to COVID, getting visitors at least three times a week, if not five Probably, days a week. Yeah, maybe daily, yeah. at least from somebody. And, and so it's a death that wasn't, you know, COVID didn't didn't kill him. But there, there were a couple deaths in my life that I feel were indirectly COVID related. And she lost her husband. I feel 
I feel like she likes being where she is in her home because it's close, you know, to the cemetery and she feels close to him. Yeah, and, and she's when the leaves aren't on the tree, she said she can see directly over there and yeah. into town. She is somebody who really is like she chooses to see the good. Yes, that's she, what I was gonna say. She told me that so the Sunday before I was there would would have been their sixty seventh wedding anniversary. And she said, which made me so sad, that she had a really hard day. Yeah. Um, and and she made it insinuate like she cried probably a lot that day, which her sitting she in does the house. Not, no. She doesn't do that. And she, I told her on Monday, the day after the anniversary, you know, she said, she texted and said, I'm better today. And I said, great, but you're allowed to be sad sometimes. Yeah. Like, I think she thought that everybody, you know, knows that she's been so strong that we would feel scared or sad if she got a little sad. Right. I'm like, that's allowed. Like, you have been so strong and a badass. You're allowed to have a day on your anniversary where you're just sad. You yes. Know? And she talks about so much when she, like, she, it's, she thinks she has to justify being okay. Yeah. Very much so. But she's always like... We had 65 years yeah. of just, like, amazing... Talks about their travels. Yeah, you amazing know, times. Pretty much a vacation life, you know, she described it to me. So, she said she she doesn't know what more you can really ask for. Um, because what more can you really ask for than 65 years with somebody? You know, of course, you want to, you know, die together. Like, that's just kind of yeah. the ideal because you don't have to be alone. But she's like... I think it's kind of greedy to ask for more than 65 years of, you know, wedded bliss. Yeah. I mean, you know, we're and not they stupid. Both, they both very much wanted to outlive one another. <laughs> yeah. And they made that clear. But I have a picture of this. She had this setting. She sets. did you read it too? She sent it to me. She had, um, she sets at the kitchen table and that's just where she's comfortable to watch TV and like surrounded by the newspaper. But she had this setting on top. And I was like, oh, what's that? And it was a letter on their 65th anniversary that my papa had written her. And he always called her Amy. Um, that was her mom's name. And she, it says, Amy, my beautiful wife, wonderful mother, and best friend. I loved you before we were married, and my love for you will never end. Thank you for three outstanding sons. A very loving and happy 65th. And she just had that setting right on top. Oh, my god! So gosh. she could look at that every single day. And uh, that just was so sweet. And... I also, mean, she has the most beautiful beautiful pie safes ever, <laughs> ever. And quilts and paintings. Yes. She's also deaf. I know it sounds like we're like talking her up, but she really is like the epitome of a strong badass woman. And I don't know how she'd feel well, about course, me calling her a badass. We can uh, talk her up. You know, she's our grandma. <laughs> but she, yeah, she's pretty much been deaf. I mean, as long, whole, as, we as, long as we've been alive. Yeah. Um. So that is even more isolating or can be. But... She is just, you know, she doesn't, she can't like watch TV. I mean, she watches all sports on TV, but she has closed captioning on because she can't hear. And But trying to, but she reads lips. And so trying to talk with a mask, we were doing a lot of writing notes. Yeah, we did a but, lot of that. But um, Kingston tries oh. so hard. He, I'm like, you have to talk louder. She, it really doesn't matter how loud you talk. It's how you like word it on your lips. But he tries to like oh. yell so she can hear. I know. I love that. I know. Um... Well, okay, so I guess we're going we're gonna to get into one little thing, and this is just kind of like a continuation from last week when I talked about the ESPN, Rachel Nichols, Maria Taylor um, kind of drama, okay? So I thought about sending that segment to a friend of mine before I released it for her to kind of listen. She is a proud black woman who I'm very close with, and I feel like we learn a lot from each other. 
Um, and we're both very open to learning and seeing the other perspective. Mm-hmm. I thought about sending it to her first. And then I thought that's kind of fake because I re-listened to it. And there were already, just in the re-listen, there were some things that I said that I didn't like that I said. But I wasn't going to edit them out, although we do we do edit here. <laughs> we try to not edit. I try not to edit things that, you know, are unreal or... Right. I like to be transparent. Yeah, if we mess up or I have to cough or, you know, like we say something that our mom wouldn't like us to drop the F-bomb too many times (laughs) on, you know, one episode. Um, So I try not to edit out anything that wouldn't be transparent or open and honest. So after we dropped the episode, I immediately texted her and said, I would like you to listen to this and I want full feedback. Like I truly want to learn and grow from this moment. So one thing that I'm going to go back to something I said, and it's just a real quick we're going to gloss over it, is in the opening, I was explaining the story, the ESPN story and the New York Times story. And I described Rachel Nichols as a beautiful black woman. And I described Maria Taylor. No, opposite. No. Rachel as a beautiful white woman. Yes. I described Rachel Nichols as a beautiful white woman and Maria Taylor as a beautiful black girl. And as soon as I reheard it, I knew, but I didn't want to edit it because that's not you know, that's, that's not real. One, that's the fact that you heard it and recognized is good. It's good, I guess, but I don't need to I, give myself. No, no, I know. I'm not do, saying that yeah, to I give know. you, but a lot of, I don't know that if I would have re-listened, you I would have even recognized. It. And it's something that, you know, you may be listening as a white person or and white still not woman. see the point of this part. Yes. But, <laughs> but you know, what my friend told me is that there is something a little unsettling um, about a white person calling a black people boys and girls. Like, that is, and I get it. I don't even need to explain why. To me, that makes me cringe just saying mm-hmm. it. Um, she did agree with a lot of the argument between how I was saying it felt like the girls were being pitted against against each other rather than against ESPN um, or against the media. And she said something that's that that really touched home for me for this podcast I think for a lot of women listening where I mentioned the part do I elevate myself or do I elevate her and when I look back on saying that you know we talk all the time and there's all kinds of memes and we sh- we all share it we all do it um about you know it doesn't like not I don't know this the phrase but it doesn't knock your crown off to straighten yeah. somebody else's crown right yeah, that's exactly what it is. Uh-huh. but then in the very and I say yeah. that I but mean I've does. shared that it does yeah. and it's not really our fault it's it's just I does. think it's part of like the the patriarchy everyone we live in can't win everyone can't win I, I've shared multiple memes that everyone can I believe I, know. I have but and we're going back on any, I guess, sort of what we preach. But, you know, everyone, can, there isn't room in direct sales. There is room at the top probably <laughs> for everyone. If you want to do that, you can. But in a corporate world, there isn't. There's uh, there's only w- multiple positions up there. And there's only very few for women up there. So she ended up saying um, that she saw something on Twitter that, like, you know, hit her in the face and, and it said that we can't base our worth, our opportunities, or what we think we deserve off of others. Because someone achieved something you wanted doesn't mean it is a loss for you. Their win is not your loss. And that is something that's like kind of, you know, yeah, she's kind of right. Yeah. And if so, they get a job that you wanted, that is a loss to you. Right. And so I don't have an answer no. for 
that or how I worded it in response to that story. But I did want to be open and transparent in the fact that it's yeah. something that's on my mind. And we're thinking about it. And we're always trying to be better and show growth. And, yeah, looking back on that now, that made us seem very, like... Out of touch? Just, um, I don't know if crew... What's that word that everybody's using that I didn't... Chuggy? Chuggy. <laughs> I don't know if that made us seem very chuggy. Like, you know, everybody can win. We can yeah. all do this. Like, I'm picturing it now in that annoying voice. And so, I guess, sorry if we came across that way. I was watching... We're running out of time, which rarely happens to us. <laughs> but I was watching just like an interview I think it was yesterday between two people and sorry I really don't remember who it was but I do remember what you said they were talking about um having significance and how for a sorry this is completely off topic but and how for a long time that was directly related to like having a significant other especially as a woman and it was the man actually talking and saying how you know, in this generation, there's so much significance for people without being a significant other. And I wrote it down because it just said you can be a person of significance without being a significant other. And I felt like people, we like talked some, about that, somebody like may need to hear that. Episode one and two. Yes, especially, you know, like a single person listening that is craving, you know, for connection. marriage or yeah. connection or something that... Like it's you not. You are still important to us. <laughs> yes. If no, if no one else, us for sure. <laughs> and um, please, I don't know. Everybody says this, but please know that, like, one, we love conversation, especially if it's via writing. <laughs> like, if we're writing you a letter, or typing, you know, we'll we'll meet up in person for sure. <laughs> but we love that connection. And if you feel like you don't have it with anybody else. I promise me, girl. you can have it. With, that sounded very <laughs> cheeky. Um, I promise you can have it with us. If you need someone, like at any point in time, please we got you. reach out to us. Seriously. like, And you oh, might get a text to get back the anonymous like 2 a.m. thing going. Yep. We'll drop that. that. Could be actually, really I'll good. work on that today. Um, so maybe by the time this podcast comes out, we'll actually have an anonymous Google form and we can do a segment like asking the Allens. Or also, whatever. I know we've sucked at social media. You all are a Facebook for sure because it's like an open forum. Write whatever on there. If you have like comments about the show or yeah. something, please put it on there because we juggle a few different things. And so that part sometimes gets put at the very bottom. Um, it's either like, you know, release a episode or keep <laughs> up with social media. And this is more important to us. But feel free to please whatever you yeah i've had a couple people be like i wanted to respond while i was listening go ahead respond (laughs) yes blow up that that would like make me so happy as you're listening pull up the facebook page um i think we have like three things i want to hit on and then we got to go amy's hair is wet she's got to go to work kind of forgot your hair was still wet (laughs) i know i can't stand wet hair touching my back more like that's top i don't know (laughs) top whatever pet peeve is the thought of wet hair on my like t-shirt that i have to wear for the rest of the day or my back because it never gets dry my, or your shirt yeah you know yeah. um the olympics start this friday i am so excited so i would love some ways to get kingston oh, involved yeah. with the <laughs> i'd love to get him to the olympics but <laughs> to like sort of we're just, really banking on him <laughs> to let, you know so since you said that that's something that we need to work on too not we but people oh, I thought I, you're saying don't say we and related to kingston no i'm Lord, like sorry Lord, no no he's ours <laughs> all of ours but is and I've talked about it before 
you don't but have this to. is something small to I, I don't have to say it to you but i do have to say it to other people when you see my son don't think that the only thing he's going to do is something with athletics in life i know i've touched on that but so many people because he's tall they'll be like oh my gosh he's going to the nfl or nba okay or maybe he's not but that's something that we don't need those expectations to, right now anyway. well yeah but white people in general you really have to work on that for only seeing people of color of significance in the athletic world. Yep. That is really demeaning. Um, and especially to, I mean, Kingston doesn't have it near as bad as any, you know, he, he's mixed. And so they automatically have a better privilege than, you know, um, just black people. But um, just something to think about. And it's habit. It really is. I know people don't mean it in a mean way. But, um, anyways, well, when you yeah, said but, we're banking on that, no, that I know. sounded very, you Oh, know. I know. But she also knows I'm not banking oh, on Kingston going yeah, to Yeah, providing, <laughs> we're not providing, we're not banking on him providing us any type of financial. But also, just for the sake that, like, I don't want him to think that that's his only value to the world. And I yes. want him to know that, like, we have expectations for him to be a good human, first and foremost. Yes. And, like, if you're also good at sports and we enjoy watching them, cool. But, like, I could give a shit less if you're a bully. Yeah. But, all, no, like, oh, I'm oh, saying okay. if you're a bully, I could give a shit less yeah, that like, you no, are good at yes. baseball. You right. know? That, no. That, yeah, that doesn't matter. And I see that even at this age group. Um, I'm like, yeah, he's good. He's good, good at t but he's a little shit. <laughs> like, he needs to get like get his act together. Okay, so the Olympics are coming up. If you're a teacher or like in childcare and you have ways that we can get the Kingston involved, that'd be fun. That don't involve much crafting. Like <laughs> thanks. Like I don't. I, we can't craft. We can't so, craft. Just like out. I don't know. We could do probably like an outside Olympic. Yeah, that'd game be fun. Or something. Yeah. Oh, I'm you know what for neighborhood gym. I'm jealous of is Lakeview in uh, Moorhead. I know. I doubt this person listens, but I'd love for her to Amanda Mason. Actually, um, everyone lives in Lakeview, it feels like. Yes, and they've had multiple houses up for sale. I see her sharing. And she, like, reminds them, we're our own community. Like, she's the head of that. But she's putting together an Olympic Games for the neighborhood. Like, she just really, she's just really all in there. Yeah. Um, let's talk about this. You, brought, you wanted to bring this up. Yes. And this could go longer than, well, this goes back to your Enneagram, too, I think, specifically when you were saying you always have to say, but... Like when you're talking yeah, about yeah. something, Olivia uh, is the one that brought this up to me, and she was like, "Maybe a topic, or maybe this is just me." And I'm like, "No, it's not just you." No. When someone says, "Like, oh, I love that shirt," we can't just be like, "Oh, thank you." We have to be like, "Target, five bucks, girl." Like, okay, okay but they just liked the shirt. <laughs> like, so, just accept the compliment. So you sent that to me yesterday, and I sat and thought about it for a while because. I think the reason we do it, though, is to be, like, relatable. Like, yeah. girl, you think this is a nice shirt? It was $5 at Walmart. Right, you right. Know? So, like, like, you I can have this shirt, too. Right? Yes. It's, it's out of yeah. good-heartedness that we do it. Right. But I, on this topic, realize that lately I've been trying very much so. Okay, so if somebody posts a picture on Facebook, like a pretty selfie, mm-hmm. you know, it's going to get all these comments that say, like, you look so, so pretty, pretty. Yeah. stunning, right? I've been trying to replace, and this is probably stupid, and I can I can nick this if we don't need to do it. But I've been trying to replace "you look pretty" with "you are pretty," because I don't want anybody you to just think, look pretty in this moment. Right? Yeah, yeah. I don't want anybody to think that like because they put on put makeup, a, makeup that and day. a filter that yes. day that that's the day they look great. Yes. You know, no, I don't think that's something we need to like not do. That's definitely 
Because, you know, there's always been the thing of, like, let's start complimenting non-physical characteristics. Yeah. But, like, if somebody posts a really pretty selfie, I can't be like, you're your brilliant. Heart is, yeah, <laughs> your heart is just, yeah, because that sounds fake. fake. <laughs> so, yeah, there we are. Um, and, okay, do you have anything you want to talk about? Well, I do, but, you know, I'm going to have to, like, speed to work at this point. <laughs> this has been really good. I'm glad we had... The, things written down. The last thing I want to hit on, and it really, I didn't mean for this to become my part of the show, to be honest, but a lot of people, more than I expected, have reached out about me being vocally childless by choice. And it's been well, kind yeah, of... It's, it's a big thing. I know. It's just been kind of surprising that it's related to others. And so this morning I was scrolling in bed before I came here when I was delaying. We love her. Yeah. <laughs> when I was delaying coming in, I actually sent this one to Nick. It's that, how do you say her name? I don't know. Lainey Mulnair. She lives in um, Hungary. She's on Instagram. And we Amy has shared like a lot of her um, like graphics. graphics before where she shows two different women both thriving in whatever roles they're doing. You know, in this picture, one's a mom and one's clearly ha- holding a Starbucks cup. So one's holding a baby and one's holding a Starbucks cup. Okay, I've, I thought about this in bed. Like, where, are you even going to say this? Or are you just going to share this on Instagram? I don't want to piss people off, and that's, like, a big part of me. That's your Enneagram <laughs> or whatever. Um, okay, so the way I see it is if a mom shared this post, she would not write what I'm about to say. What I'm about to say is I love this post, and I relate a lot to it, but I don't want to piss off any moms. Whereas I think if a mom shared this post, I don't know that they would think to go, I love this post and this is why I feel this way, but I don't want to piss off any childless people. I don't think, and again, I'm not trying to make anybody mad, but I don't act like you could make me mad. I don't think that at work. I'm like, I don't don't think that moms all the time think about the other side. Mm -hmm. Right. And like try to be inclusive to us because we are all women and we are all taking on too much and we're all wearing ourselves out. So, but they, because of, I say they, I am a mom, (laughs) but because they, it's a habit because if you have a kid you just think automatically your load is heavier than everyone else's and it probably is I mean your load is probably heavier than mine but I think what's what's annoying to me sometimes is like so many posts are directed only towards moms which is fine that's a whole segment and the larger segment of our community but when I post something that's about childless people I feel the need to do like a but I'm not yes. trying to bother yeah. any moms. Moms are the yeah. best. Moms rule because, the world. Well, let me tell you why. Because, because moms mom come culture, after you. <laughs> the mom culture is like vultures. Um, <laughs> especially like the social media influencer ones are are mean. And they think they're... Living just, their life the best way. Yeah, and that's the only Wh- way. Whether they're live. like a working mom or a stay-at-home mom, they already bash the other side. And yeah. they definitely bash those of us who have chosen. There's this influencer, Amber Massey, I think. And I follow these people. I don't really know why, but they bring... I mean, I just like to scroll through them. They really don't bring me value, I'll be honest. But she got arrested, and I briefly talked about it. And she's just continued, which is fine. But when you're a person of influence, I think she needs to be talking about whatever it was she got arrested for. And And like being a positive. Yeah, she has five kids, and her husband and her are still together. And it was something with, like, violence in the household because I looked up her arrest. Yeah, don't just keep being an influencer because you have influence. People knew, and I'm like... Talk, I mean, be you open know, people and get arrested, yeah. um, so just talk about it. It that's, could actually help somebody, probably. Yeah, that's that, that could be an influence. You sharing, you right. being at the hub on 30A for like three weeks straight is not influencing to me. <laughs> 
um, the, what I was going to say on this post, and I'm going to share it on my Instagram, is the childless and child-free, this is what society kind of tells us, that we're just toying around with being selfish. We're living in denial about our meaningless lives filled with overpriced brunches. And that actually really hit home because y'all know I love brunch. <laughs> <That's so funny. laughs> um, but I was thinking, and I think this a lot, but she literally wrote it out. She said, here's another perspective. Without children, we have the extra resources to be extremely present friends and family members. Now, there's a lot of other things she says that we have, you know, the ability to do if we don't have children. But that's the one that I always bring up is that I think people think that because I don't want children that, A, I don't like kids or I'm not like a nurturing person, but I've just kind of chosen a life of nurturing different people than yeah, kids. Yeah, so, like, yeah. I baby a lot of my staff at work. <laughs> like, they're... I baby I do them. Too. Oh, like at a hundred percent, like I'm the mom. And Abby was just telling me before we started this that I have to set boundaries. She I has to not, set boundaries. I, I'm not good at that because I don't want people to be mad at me. And you don't want to be inaccessible to your team. Yeah. Right. And I, that's part of that like hustle mindset. Yep. That there's never an off <laughs> mode. And I'm, well, I just won't answer your call. That you can call, but that's happened. That's I, off I'm mode. not. I'm not answering your call at seven a.m. No. You know, just, unnecessarily. Yeah. But um, boundaries, anyways. No, I mean, that's just really all I wanted to hit on, is that, like, I do like children, <laughs> and I'm not evil, and I am nurturing to, like, <laughs> not a evil. lot of people, just not children I birth. Right, <laughs> yeah, and you would be if you did, but it's, I would like, be. okay. I'd just be like, uh. Well, yeah, you'd have that a lot, but, like, I wasn't saying it would no. be if you did, as if, like, I'm telling, telling her to me do you. it. No, no. Um, but yeah. there's always the chance who knows guys it's like she literally will just pop up probably on the podcast one time i mean not probably but if she would she'd be like hey by the way i'm pregnant in two weeks i should be delivering a child <laughs> i'm not but anyway you all it's been great we have gone way over time we have luckily i'm ready because i'll just have to take my hair down and i, I don't have to, to blow dry it? no oh, i'm just so going jealous. wet well, I'm, yeah, I just go like this. One day a week, I yeah. show up with my hair like this. They just know that. <laughs> but I get there early just to have some, like, down yeah. breathing time. I will say um, I'm, I'm, I'm at a really okay place right now with uh, my job, so that's good. Now, the Saturdays, I, I have to say that part will always be a pain point. Uh, but it's nice to be at an okay place. Yes. Through the sure. week, at least. For sure. And um, I think that's due to actually getting my day off two weeks in a row. Isn't that sad, guys? She finally took a day off um, two weeks in a row, and it made her mentally a little bit. Yeah, how... Isn't that funny how That's that America. Yeah. Um, one other person I'm going to shout out, Haley Linkus. You are just the nicest. I she, do. Uh, she stopped by my work yesterday, and her smile... I texted Aaron. I'm like, you cannot see Haley and not smile. Like... I was kind of having a stressful day. I was dealing with a rough, like, customer situation. And she's just, like, peppy and bibbity-boppity. I can't wait to be closer to them. <laughs> yeah, well, yeah, yeah. Well, anyway, we love you all. Really appreciate Yes, this has been support. such a fun episode. This episode is probably a hot mess because I think it's definitely more of just a conversation between us. But you guys seem to like that, so... Let I wish we could like just click live and sit here all day chatting. Like if we Me had too. a following of a hundred thousand that we were just talking who else with. To sponsor us. We've talked. Uh, <laughs> we need to talk to Panera. There's a couple other people that we should talk to. Yeah. About well, e e either way, this isn't about us getting paid yet. <laughs> we love you all. Thank you so much. Bye, guys. We will see you next time on All In with the Allens.